this room fill up. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Appreciate you all. Let's jam on up, man. Let's get this thing going. Don't forget to tell a neighbor, friend, or foe how this thing go. Let's go. Yes. We're going to get this thing going one way or another. got your coffee. I hope you guys ready for Terrell Owens, right? He want to talk. He want to talk. <laughs> We're going to listen to what he got to say, and then I want your guys' feedback. Q&A towards the end. You guys know how this thing go one way or another. Let's go. Terrell Owens is with us, and he sent out this tweet after the Cowboys lost to the Rams in the playoffs. Hey, Jerry Jones, about time for a coaching change, don't you think? Two playoff wins in 10 years? Here it isn't the answer and never will be. Way to compete, guys. Real talk. So I, I sent that? I think that was you. <laughs> that was my account? You got a think it was. I hope not. Uh, either way. Once you tweet those things out, you know, these guys, they don't miss it. So, Terrell, when you think about that, when you okay. think about that tweet, are you putting all the blame on Jason Garrett? Absolutely, because, you know, a team takes on the temperament of their head coach. They um, do. And I think they early do. in the season when I they were uh, with that. A, just a disaster and then they improved upon the, the first part of the season, mm-hmm. I think a lot of those guys, they basically they had pride. Anybody that has played the game, you have pride. You get tired of losing. And what that did, sadly to say, is that saved Garrett's job. <laughs> that saved his job. Mm-hmm. But how can you continue to, to not get past the first mm-hmm. And because of certain situations, time. with injuries or whatever the case may be, we never got over the hump with such a great team that we had. And now they have some pieces in place, and they're still kind of just island in the water. Mm-hmm. Once again, <laughs> I can't believe it, but I they completely agree with concur. Other. He done fired him like I, I would have fired him three years. Yeah, I fired him seventeen my thing, times. My thing is, why not make the change now? Because you extend him, you wait to the middle of the season, or you go to to start of the new Y'all season. listen, and then things don't go well, then you're gonna fire him mid season. <coughs> anyway, you know J- Jerry ain't fired Jason. <laughs> what? what the Jerry hell? ain't gonna fire Jason. What the hell? <coughs> <coughs> What the hell is Shannon Sharp got on? Oh, my God. <laughs> boy, boy, if you don't take all them colors off, mess me up this early in the morning. Boy, look at what we got here. A tisket, a tasket. This brother need to get his kick. <laughs> I'm going to keep it PG-13. Oh, my goodness. Violation, violation. Throw in the flag. Oh, my. I ain't going to say Well, well what's going to change? Oh, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with like <laughs> saying that Jason Garrett is, is a good coach. At some, at, some, at some point, something has to change. Mm-hmm. Something has yeah. to change. Look, it, Shannon, when and how and where. Jason Garrett is not bad at what he does, but this team is way better than not bad. Oh, I'm and, not disagreeing and, with you. And clearly, 
Jerry Jones loves Jason Garrett like a son. He do. And Jason Garrett does whatever Jerry tells him to do, which is why their partnership works. I like that statement. Yeah. He likes him like a son. Guess what? He liked Tony Romo like a son, too. Yep. <laughs> and he had to get rid of him at some point. Yep. It's different, so though, T.O. So the rumors... Man, it's, it's so different, man. Um, if we look at Jason Garrett's total body of work, it's different. It, it, we we know that Jerry Jones is is in mad love with Jason Garrett, but I'm gonna let them talk. Let them talk. Persist talk about it that Jerry would go get Sean Payton from New Orleans, and, <laughs> and would I love that? I would. I, I'm I'm signing off. If you can explain to me how that's possible, you're way ahead of me because I can't figure out the reality. Because exactly. You, you, he's got two more years under contract. You would have to trade for Sean Payton. You ain't got no first rounder. I, you don't have one this year, but would you trade? Because they future? would want no, some no, future for, first rounders. They might want two Draft future first John rounders. John went for three. He did. And, and, and it should be done. If there's okay. any way that this could be worked out, I would take a stab at it. Oh, yeah. Do you not think a Sean Payton Cowboy team would do better Absolutely. than a Garrett? <laughs> but let me tell you the difference between Sean Payton and Jason Garrett. The final sale, the final 53, Absolutely. is going to be Sean Payton. And yep. guess what? The proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. His resume speaks for itself. It was in the pudding with Jimmy. It was in the pudding with Bill Parcell. And they things, said, we, we got, we are. Things have changed, and I'm sure. You believe Jerry Jones has changed. I, I, sh- I think if the right people get in his ear to make this happen, it will happen. I agree. And Jerry is not getting any younger, and I think he exactly. sees that he's got I, a shot. There here. were people that got in his ear to yeah. get rid of me, and it happened. <laughs> but he, you, you're right. It was, he got in there. You got know what? That is funny wrestling. because I always thought you were like a son to him in a lot of ways. I, right? I did too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's the problem. <laughs> Let me tell you why Jerry's not going to fire Jason. Because Jason's not the coach. Boy, them colors. Because man. Jerry gets the coach without taking any of the blame. You and I both know Jason Garrett is not a gambler by nature. But since when Jerry criticized him after that tight, the, uh, Texans game, what, Je- what did Jason Garrett do on fourth down? He did. Almost all the fourth downs from that point on, <laughs> he's going for like a riverboat gambler. Mm-hmm. He's not Ron Rivera. He's not Sean Payton. He's not uh, Sean McVay. Guys that we normally see go for it on fourth down. And the fact of the matter there is... There lies the problem. I, I know it. There lies the problem. Jerry is the problem. No, the coach is the problem. Jerry ain't calling no plays. Mm. He, he called the plays that Jerry wanted him to do. Yeah. You know that. How do you your, figure that? Well, Sometimes with a calculator. Sometimes with scratch paper. <laughs> but I come to the same conclusion that Jerry Jones is running all of the shows. Now so he fires Linehan. He did. Every, he every year there's, an, there's a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. It's though. not Garrett. It's always somebody. What did Jason Garrett say? Now, Jason Garrett came out on Monday and said, my staff is coming back. Scott Linehan is coming back. Stephen Jones says, wait a minute. Jason Garrett didn't fire Scott Linehan. Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones fired Scott Linehan. I'll buy that G-card on him. Mm-hmm. Straight Jason Garrett got that no G-card. power. And Skip say he's an emperor with no cloak. No clothes. No clothes. <laughs> so he ain't got no clothes on. He button ball out there. You know it. So explain right. this one to me. So and, Ian Rapport has Skip. tweeted, Skip. I think this was this morning, that now the, the, the Cowboys are in flux with Kellen Moore as the probable new offensive coordinator who used to be the backup quarterback, as you know. And Might John, go get Tony okay, Romo. Okay. That's the case. Well, that's true. I think he's got a high, high-paid job. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Six million dollars no, no, no. to be in the booth and no, not no, taking no, it here, no. <laughs> not meet every so, day. So they brought back 
John Kitna to be the quarterback coach and Doug Nussmeyer. And you remember he used to be yeah. Roll Tide's yeah. coordinator for 12 Roll and 13. Tide. So he's now going to have more influence. He's the tight end coach in calling plays. But this says Jason Garrett will not be allowed to call plays. So I don't know who. Maybe it's maybe they're going to you know trade off down. Well, but you know what? And I hope you guys don't get uh, completely mad at me uh, when I say this because I. I love this team just like everybody else that's on this channel right now. I love this team outside of the man that's on the uh, on the Periscope. He's saying 49 of nations. But um, this is the thing. I, I'm looking at it like this. We love Jason Garrett. Collectively, we love Jason Garrett. We love what he brings to the team or what have you. But let's be real with ourselves, man. Let's be real with it. Come on, can we? Can anybody be real with it? Can anybody take the uh, the bird box view out, out from their faces? There's nobody in life that's gonna say, "Man, that coach, man, he out schemed us today. He outperformed us on the field." Look, Jason Garrett is Jason Garrett at this point in time. You are who you are. It's just what it is. You are who you are at this point. The guy had a long enough time for us to come to the conclusion of what he is. And and I think that the Dallas Cowboys are trying to do like they did with um the what was this? The Steelers. They kept that coach forever. You guys can help me out, man. Put his name in the chat box. But the the coach to do all the spitting and then when he finally won it. <laughs> Trust me, it wasn't due to his coaching. It was due to that team that was surrounded him. And shout out to Dick LeBeau, who was actually the defensive coordinator for that particular team. And they and let me know where they've been since then. But it's crazy to us to sit back and think, just to really think for us to even if we do get to the championship game or even if we do get to the playoff game, uh, uh, or I mean beyond the playoff into the Super Bowl. Do you guys really think that you guys put all of our trust, our love, our adulations, all of our heart, hard-earned cash, all of our thoughts into Jason Garrett? Because if I hear one more speech about, how you doing, guys? I, I mean, I might just lose my mind. It's one of those, yeah, Bill Cowher, you know, yeah, yeah appreciate you, Kerry. Man, do you guys really think, just, just let me know, can Jason Garrett take us there? I, that's all I want to know, and I know for sure we 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 should win over nine to ten games next year. We should, by talent alone, we should win about that many games just by talent alone. Yes, but do you guys feel it in your heart? Like when sometimes you can look at a coach, and then I know people like to go look at the win loss records and say, uh, "Well, Sean Payton is not that much better because of his winning percentage." But, but but if you guys look at the collective picture, do you really think that we are maximizing this particular roster, this particular front office as it relates to Will McClay scouting evaluation? And if all we need is a coach, if that's the main thing that we need is a coach that can flip this thing around, my goodness, my goodness. But let's listen to some more what they have to say. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Let me know. I could be they not. First down. What, what are they, are they calling the game by committee now? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah, Jerry Jones does that. Mm -hmm. Come on. Jerry I'm not Jones saying Well, he has to look himself at some point in the mirror and understands that, hey. Hey, would Jerry be wearing a headset up in his boots? Yeah. Hey, That's what we've been trying to tell you, T.O. You know Jerry running that thing. Like you said, who got you up out of it? Exactly. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed in Jerry. <laughs>
Jerry, where's my camera? I'm yeah. disappointed in you. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Okay, let me ask you this. How was Jason as a play caller? All right, I want to listen. At times, look, when we were 13-3 and three, and then the year we came back and then we didn't do so well, that's because defenses, we caught everybody off, off guard, mm-hmm. caught them by surprise. Then these defenses had a chance to game plan for us. As you saw at one point in the game, you saw Amari Cooper said he was frustrated. He's, I felt this frustration because he, was, he hadn't been there that long and already knew that they were running the same old thing. Mm. And I saw in the game that they came back and won, I think there was, a, I guess, some eye contact with him and Dak yeah. where he came back and he was like, yo, why are we running the same play? And he, they adjusted that route and he ended up scoring on it right. because it's the same old thing over and over. At some point, you got you to gotta renew. You got to evolve with the, with the times. You can't keep running the same thing. Dude, that's why they're not winning beyond the first round. They're not going to go anywhere with a Jason Garrett coach team. I'm yes. just telling you. Quarterback need to get better. Worked out. All right. Uh, I'm going to say this, man, before I rock on out of here. Um, and, and I'm going to you know, do a quick Q&A. This is the thing, and, and I'm going to be real with each and every last one of you all. Um, when we look at the X's and O's, Jimmy and Joe's, whatever you want to look at it, when you look at that, um, what T.O. is saying, there is truth lies within this, meaning that and I'm and I'm gonna go back to say this, and and I, I don't know each and every last one of you all, but I can guarantee you this right here: not everyone, not everyone, is lying about you. So far on record, so far on record, there's no coaching tree that relates to Jason Garrett. That's one thing. Second thing. Patrick Creighton's of the world. We always go back to that particular game, right? 2007. They say, oh, he dropped the ball. Boo, sugar. That ball, when he dropped the ball, what have you, it was in the third quarter. Late in the third quarter. Or it could have been right, right in the first part of the fourth quarter. Ample enough time to make adjustments to come back and win that game. But what the Cowboys do every year, and I love my team. We pick out one flaw in the game, and we use that as the excuse opposed to just looking at the raw facts of everything. Of course, at that point in time, Jason Garrett was not the head coach, but damn it, he was the offensive coordinator. We look at that piece of the puzzle, and then we look at 08 uh, injuries, and then we talk, we start talking about 09, uh, we just didn't have a defense. And then we talk about 2011, we wasn't prepared. 2014, the ref screwed us. We was going to beat Seattle Seahawks or what have you. We, we, we think about this thing, but we never really talk about the true facts of the matter. And then we get to go days and days and days and beyond, and then we still point at the same thing. It's quite funny to me. The same similar arguments or, I guess, rebuttals that we had for people out there uh, in 2007 is the same thing that we talk about in 2019. Uh, Whether it be, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, Dak Prescott can't do this and he can't do that and he can't do this and that and whatever it may be. 
But I can I can juxtapose this right here. The same argument that the same thing we talking about in 2019 was the exact same BS we were talking about in 07, 08, 09, and beyond. It's the same particular argument. But what's the what, what do we do in life, especially those who are young, who are still in grade school or what have you, or elementary? They say, find the what? The common denominator. What is the common denominator of all this situation? I'm trying to keep it PG-13, if you know what I mean. What's the common denominator? Now, can Jason Garrett win you Super Bowls? Probably so. <laughs> probably so. He probably, we probably win the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> but dog it, look what you got to go through to get there. Man, I'm telling you, not everybody's lying about you. Not everybody's lying about you. Patrick Creighton, he had negative things to say about the old coach, number uh, uh, Jason Garrett, you know. And, and De DeMarcus Ware, of all people, had something to say about Jason Garrett. Terrell Owens had something to say about Jason Garrett. At some point, somebody got to be telling the truth. Man, oh man, oh man. Sam Hurd, although he's locked up in jail somewhere, he had something to say about Jason Garrett. Is this a known pattern? Oh, who else you have? Was this during the times of Dak Prescott? No, this is before he even existed on his team. Before he even picked out his number for this team. There were people talking about Jason Garrett. And we get up here and we say, okay, we can have a chance. It's a possibility. But damn it, I tell you right now, this defense, man, this defense is coming along the corner. Can we get this offense together? <laughs> It's one of those things where you got to look back and look at everything and say to yourself, how can this team be the team that can methodically win us games when it gets to the big dance? When you go with the philosophy, and I may be wrong, I may be wrong, my strength versus your strength. In the National Football League, it's parity amongst everybody. Everybody's good now. That stuff might have worked in the 90s. Hell, it might have worked in the 80s. You probably can get away with it just a little bit in the early 2000s, you know. But what happened here, if you said my man is just going to outperform and be your guy across the table, guess how many games you can win? Naturally, given that, that type of philosophy, eight games. <laughs> You're going to win eight games, basically. Now, based off player talent and player's ability to get things going in the right direction, you may be a plus two game. You may be a plus three with that. So that's what you get. You get a 10 and six or 11 and five, maybe a 12 and four. If the guys that you have, just you're going to go with the philosophy of my man are better than your man type of deal. But guess what? In order for that to happen, everybody got to be healthy. And that's what we're seeing. When, when somebody snap up their, their, their stuff and lay down, this team diminished. Because we don't have the actual coaching mindset to say, okay, we're going to take this subpar player and elevate this particular guy. We just don't have those type of ingredients. Name me five strong players within this le in the last 11 years that this coaching staff developed on the offensive side of the ball. One can argue, hey, Cole Beasley, this coaching staff developed Cole Beasley. Give me five strong players that this offense has developed. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Or, or give me five strong coaches that within this 11 years or what have you, whatever it may be, that 
the opposing team says, or the opposing uh, franchises out there said, you know what? I like the way they running stuff down there in Dallas. I want that particular offensive coordinator. Or, damn it, give me this tight end coach. We can elevate this guy. Or give me this person. Name me five strong guys. That's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for five. But we, we go back and forth, Cowboy Nation. And, 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 and naturally, I'm positive about this team. And we can look at things and say to ourselves, yes, these are the possibilities. These are the parameters. So next year, well, going into this season, Jerry Jones, he loved to hire from within. And there's nothing wrong with that. But my thing is, damn it, bring some outside guys in just to have some different opinions, some different views. Um, we remember, we know how this story ends. We saw what happened with Dave Campos of the Worlds. Oh, he's an inside guy. He's a guy that helped us win Super Bowls in the earlier part of the 90s. Let's bring him along the way. And then one can argue and say, well, the, the, the free agency and the salary cap was so trash at the time. No, this, these are just built-in excuses. I love the excuses. I love to give them out. But they don't taste good when the reality hits this expectations meets reality talk. That's just what it is, man. So, <clears throat> <laughs> Vero said free Sam Hurd <laughs> yeah oh boy oh boy can get free but let me let me read some of you guys comments man I really appreciate each and every last one of you all early this morning um let me see who we have here Sheila Neal says T.O. speaks the truth I agree yeah he speaks the truth on that matter he's he's been inside the camp so he knows what's going on emotionally he knows what's going on in and out he knows everything that's going in and out shout out to you Sheila Neal uh Quest Cowboys um said Jason Garrett has no game he's a lamer basically I mean Jason Garrett Jason Garrett we already know the truth about Jason Garrett uh Verl Barry Switzer would be an upgrade. Is he still alive? Yes, Barry, Barry Switzer is still alive. Sean Payton, I think Stephen Jones is going to make it happen. Mm, yeah, it could be quite possible. D D Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> it would be nice, man. Somebody with a creative mind. Now, my own thing is, is it's the... Um, it's the xenophobia right now. That's what is going on right now. It's the xenophobia. It's the uh, fear of the unknown. Meaning that now we got um, um, Kellen Moore. He, he's going to be the offensive coordinator. Or it's going to be Doug Nussmeyer. And Jason Garrett pretty much got a skate pass of not calling the offense. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy to me because... Whenever you talk about leadership, when you talk about management one-on-one, if you, if you are uh, commanding uh, a group of people and then the production is not getting done, everybody have reasonings, but results are what matter. The truth of it would be that I'm going to get down and I'm going to make things happen. That's what a true leader of man would do. When everything going south, that leader would stand up and say, you know what, I'm going to battle. I'm going to lead my troops. I'm not going to allow my front line to get murked. I'm going to show everybody that I'm the real deal Holyfield. And that's what we have yet to see um, uh, ha what to happen with Jason Garrett administrations. We have yet to see him when everything went south for him to say, you know what? Bump what everybody has said that they're going to do. I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk down and I'm going to let everybody know my presence because I'm Jason Garrett. 
I think that the uh, I, I want to say the Ravens did that one year. They didn't like the things that was going on, and they said, "Forget this, two tears in a bucket, pluck it." I'm going to fire my offensive coordinator, and I'm going to call the plays. And I think they ultimately won the Super Bowl that year. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it's one of those things, guys, where we're going to have to look at this thing and, and, and just be like, okay, the xenophobia is going to be on, on all this offseason because now we're going to have to figure out who's going to be the offensive coordinator. And, and from what I've heard, heard from a 105.3, the fan and, and, uh, and my guy, uh, Mike Fisher and, and those boys is that the, um, the actual um, experience is what's scaring the Cowboys for making the, 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 the main decision so quick of saying Kellen Moore is going to be the offensive coordinator. They're looking more so Doug Nussmeyer. So get ready to do your homework on Doug Nussmeyer, okay? All right, so let's get this thing going one way or another. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. guys got your coffee, man. <laughs> That's been my time. I really appreciate you all for yours. Oh, I forgot to say this right here. Gonna be dropping some more highlights, man. Appreciate you all. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. But I'm gonna drop some more highlights in the future. So, look around for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Peace. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. We're out. <laughs> Appreciate it, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs>